What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Guardian Speakeasy. I am Cammy. This is my friend Saber. Hello, Saber. Hey, Cammy. How, how's everyone doing today? Hopefully, you all are having a wonderful day on this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We recorded the first episode, which was the hunter exotics from year one and how they fit in today's landscape going into year four and next week's Beyond Light release. And we made a mistake, Boo. We we forgot, like, we saved Stompies as the most controversial hunter exotic, but we literally forgot the most controversial hunter exotic. We forgot Wormhusk on our list yesterday. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't believe we actually forgot. Uh, right. How could we forget that OP exotic? Of all things, we forget. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, everyone, here's what we're going to do. Today's episode is about titan year one exotics exotic armor pieces we'll get into that in a second we're briefly going to go over worm husk worm husk crown is a hunter exotic helmet that gives you burning souls which is dodging gives a small health and shield bump and our fix for that is nerf it again it is too crutchable you get too much of a boost back and if you have a high mobility build you're basically getting it for free every few seconds it is way too strong and that's the only reason we think it needs to be nerfed is just the fact the hunter at max mobility can get their dodge every nine seconds, which means pretty much every firefight they get into, they have a free get-out-of-jail-free card. Yes, and it's just one of those things that we may sound biased. As as I said in the last episode, I am a Titan main, Saber is a Warlock main, but even when we play Hunter and we put that exotic on, we feel scummy. Even doing it in PvE in like a dungeon like Pit or Prophecy, it just feels so scummy to run Wormhusk. It does. Oh, absolutely. So, chat, everyone out there, feel free to roast us whenever this episode comes out. We don't care. You can go ahead and you can do that, but we're not going to get into it too, too, too much. We're just going to leave it there. It needs a slight, a slight touch to make it to where... I mean, what could you do? Like... What's a quick thing you can do to do it? Give it a, give it a countdown? Give it a cooldown timer? Yeah, probably a cooldown timer, honestly. Because it's just, you can proc it way too frequently. Yeah, literally high mobility. You can literally just throw your dodge every nine seconds. Get a free, get a jail free card, like you said. So throw a cooldown timer on it. Leave that up to Bungie. We're moving on. We're done with Hunters. Everyone. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. I, I now... feel all the eyes staring at me after the two controversial picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the two that, like, everybody wears. But today, everyone, we're going and we're going to have some... We're going to have some fun. If you listened to the first episode, you heard us saying that we're going to be giving it just as good to everybody else. Well, we're on Titans today, which is my class. And whenever we look at the list, we're like, well, maybe this... Like, Titan's kind of boring, because Titan got lucky in the sense that a lot of their exotics never got a nerf. Other than like super region stuff, we will get to that in another episode with Ursa Furiosa. We, that will not be covered today because that is not a year one exotic. Or but the terror itself, one eyed mask. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, one eyed mask. We're not getting into the, the nitty gritty stuff that you usually see Titans wear. We're going to go for the more old school, we're going to go for the deep cuts today because we're going year one. And you will be surprised at how good a lot of these are. Like if you're. If you're out there using one-eyed mask still, or you're out there trying to use X exotic 
like Antaeus Wards or something in PvP, oh, you ain't seen nothing. You There are some year one things that you need to be grabbing and throwing on builds and taking into PvP and high-level PvE. So... I have the list in front of me on my PC. Saber is in-game, as always, with the skills and everything up in his inventory. We're going alphabetical. Are you ready, Boo? Always. Let's get this going. All right. So the first exotic on the list in alphabetical it's order is the ACD Zero Feedback Fences, one of my personal oh my favorites. God. It is so amazing. Before I, we even get into the perk, it's so amazing to just be, to literally have... Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't don't touch me. It's literally Touch me, you such, die. You touch me, you're gonna <laughs> die. It's such a good fucking exotic. And I will let Saber take it away with the perk boo. ACDO feedback fences come with fairy conductors. Melee kills build energy. Being struck by a melee attack reduces incoming damage and unleashes the energy in a devastating explosion. They These... literally make you they literally make you the juggernaut. You, you are just, literally the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> you could literally just run in there and just absolutely slap the shit piss out of people. And then if they hit you back, odds are if you hit a couple of their friends ahead of time, they're just going to hit did. you and kill themselves. They are amazing. They don't get enough play in PvP. It is one of my favorite things to run with something like Huckleberry or Monte Carlo. And then you just get in there in the mix and you just constantly run. And just get in everybody's face and then get a couple of melee kills, let somebody punch you, and then they disappear. And then, okay, so here's a fun fact about me and PvE and this exotic. A lot of people go to the Shirochi encounter in Last Wish to finish Catalysts because it's faster than running Castellum and Leviathan. So a lot of people will go and run this exotic or this exotic I use feedback fences, and literally, if I like am trying to get kills with a weapon that has a catalyst that I'm is kind of a bitch to work with, like literally, get a couple of kills on taken thrall, and then let one of them hit you, and you literally just create a massive explosion and get them off of you to where you can keep working on your catalyst. It's one of my favorite things to do. Boo, do you have any thoughts on feedback fences? Not gonna lie. I'm a little biased. These were my first uh, exotics that I got from um, uh, one Shadowkeep launch. So, really, oh, and they and they dropped good. You 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 seen my roll, Blue? My yeah, my roll is really high. beautiful. You had a really high stat roll, which I think you still have. I think you still got those in your. I rolling. think so. I, I I actually let me actually check them real quick. Let me actually check that. But All right. there's really no need to change them. They're they're like. After their last buff, which allowed them to not require melee kill first to activate its perk, they are really good right now, in my personal opinion. Yes, they are a very, very good exotic for both PvE and PvP. PvP, they can help save your buns and help you troll people in the lobby. And then in PvE, they can really get ads off your back. They are a super strong exotic that more people should use, especially on ARC, since they are on oh. ARC, ARC exotic. But oh man, they are just. But so they work good. on any subclass. Like if you have a favorite oh, subclass, do? run that subclass. Yeah, I didn't even know that. It's just it's oh, because I'm thinking of D one. I'm thinking of D one. Yeah, you're thinking D one. Yeah, that's the problem. Chat. It's. I would say it's early, but I'm literally sitting here at two forty in the afternoon, <laughs> so I can't say anything. <laughs> that's just my dumbass. I was thinking of D one as well, but 
Yeah. If you have a set of feedbacks and you've just like grabbed a high stat roll from running ordeals or something, throw them bitches on and just go have fun with them. They are such a fun exotic. Be the ape you wish you always were. <laughs> oh, yeah. These things are built for apes, chat. This, they are so built for apes, y'all. You really need to go out there and use them. But no change. We're just going to go ahead and leave them as they are. They don't need a tuning since they got their buff. They are super fun to use. Get out there, Guardians. Go have fun with it. Next up is... <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> it's statistically one of the most broken exotics in the game, and it's Actium War Ring. Oh, good old trusty old Actium. And since and since Actium is so good, why not give it a buff, which we'll get into once Saber reads the perk. <laughs> Actium War Ring with auto loading link steadily reloads a portion of your equipped auto rifles or machine guns. Magazine from reserves, really useful, very, very useful exotic in both PVE and PVP. Exactly, PVP. You throw on like a gnawing hunger or a Soros regime, and then you just spray or, people or down. If you, or if you feel real spicy, you pull out that gear one sweet business. Oh yeah, <laughs> or sweet business, which is the meme that is so good at pissing people off in Iron Banner. I did that this past season, and oh my god, I had some BM come my way because <laughs> people were not happy about like just spinning up with sweet business and then they come flying around the corner oh it's amazing i mean who wouldn't want to shoot oh a fucking gatling gun for like a minute straight <laughs> basically 150 rounds in in sweet business plus you have a max you have like 999 total rounds on you and it just basically sits there and just constantly auto reloads every couple of seconds it's such a good exotic for pvp for pve not as great for PvE as it used unless you're, to be. Yeah, as it used to be, unless you're feeling spicy. But what or makes you're running Xeno. Yeah, or if you're running Xeno or an LMG, then it gets really good for that. Now, we're sitting here singing its praises, but we actually have something that's kind of like a dream we wish that it would get. And what we wish it would get is the ability to work on any automatic weapon. like Not like a sidearm with full auto. But SMGs. No, we talk about SMGs. We want SMGs to get thrown in there too and be able to be in there because our thoughts on that are the fact that SMGs have are such machine guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not machine guns, and they have. It's in the name. Well, yeah, it's a submachine gun. It's kind. It's it's kind of a machine gun, but they have such small magazines. And all the great archetypes in Destiny on SMGs have high fire rate. So you're running out of ammo very, very, very frequently. It would just give you a bit more utility to use more weapons with it. That would probably make it super strong. And then they would have to tune down like how frequently it reloads the mag for other guns. But if SMGs were, got the ability to work on Actium War Rig, ugh, it, I would be such a happy, happy person. Yeah, it's wishful thinking. It's not a requirement. It's just something that we wish for. And you never know. We might get it. Because for a while, everybody was, saying, everybody was saying, what if LMGs worked on Actium War Ring? And then and now look at we that have now. it. And now we have it. So what if SMGs worked on it, y'all? Up next. <laughs> I have to laugh. You know what it is. It's I know A what safe. it is. I see it. It's yeah. A on safe. And all right. In the interest of time... 
what we said in the what yeah we're not even going to go into it it's the exact same as the aeon swift on hunter hunters you dodge it gives energy back to your fire team titans you melee it gives energy back to your team it's the same we don't see if a reason to have it in the game if you want to keep it in the game give it above to how much energy it gives back short and sweet so that we can move on to, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say this is Saber's favorite Titan exotic because oh. I never see him without this thing on his head when he is playing Titan. And our next exotic is an insurmountable skull fort. Oh, insurmountable skull fort with fucking middle tree striker. You are just the funnest thing in PvE to ever exist. Oh Other God, than another so exotic, we'll get to in a bit. Oh yeah, we're gonna get there in a bit. But Saber, and by tell... a bit, I mean I think I think it's next. <laughs> Saber, uh. tell tell the people out out here. Tell them tell them why you love Insurmountable Skull Fort so much. Oh, Skull Fort! I'm just gonna call it Skull Fort for short. Comes with the perk Transfusion matrix kills with arc melee abilities trigger health regeneration and restores melee energy and when it says restores melee energy it means completely not just a portion you get your full melee back if you get a powered melee kill yep top tree with shoulder charge yeah you're gonna get that back if you get a kill with it middle tree with death from above uh it's is it death from above is that what i know that that was a it's D1. not what it's not what it's called, but it's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels uh, like death from it's, above. It's uh, ballistic one. slam. Yeah, ballistic slam. So if you get a kill with those, you just get that cash back, homie. That's what you get. You get that cash back. It's so good. Oh, my God. And then frontal assault. Oh, God. Yeah, and then you get start getting frontal assault and other things to proc, What depending on what subclass you use. This helmet is good on all three arc subclasses on Titan. All three. Because bottom tree, while it's the weakest, you do still get a bonus from being able to constantly have that melee. It's You get your damage bonus, <laughs> your health regen on melee, powered melee kill. It's just... Why it wouldn't is, you? Like, you're getting so health from bottom tree and the exotic. So why wouldn't you want both? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just... It gives you so much versatility... It's usable on all three arc subclasses. It makes sense on all three arc subclasses. It makes all of them fun in PvP and PvE. If you haven't used this thing, I don't understand why not. If you have used it but not on Middle Tree, you are missing out on one of the most fun builds in Destiny. Period. Oh, Any take class. that into Gambit and thank me later. <laughs> yeah, take that. Take it into Gambit. Me and Saber will both run that, and like we get such a jump on Top having right. ads. Yeah, we both top frag. One of one of the two of us always top frags just from being able to clear ads so fast. It is so good. Up next on the list is not your favorite, but it is a, it is one of my favorites. And it's short, it's simple, it's sweet. It doesn't need a whole lot of things to talk about with it, except for one slight tweak that we have in store for it, and it's armamentarium. Oh, arm. There's a lot of A exotics for Titans, that's for damn sure. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's quite a bit. And there's a couple that we've skipped. So or one that we yeah. skipped. Yeah. So I know I know the one we skipped. We ain't getting that until the next Titan Exotic episode. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get into that in another episode. But for now, 
Boo, tell the people about Armamentarium. Armamentariums come with this beautiful, beautiful armor perk that we will get into more in depth in a sec called And Another Thing. Gain an additional grenade charge. It's short. It's sweet. It works perfectly. We're going to go with the Actium War Rig wishlist system here. We want it to give you... You remember how in our last episode, if you heard that, go check out our first episode, Hunters, Please Don't Hate Us. That was the name of the episode. Please go check that out. We were talking about Ophidian Space and how we wish that you got a little bit of melee energy back. We want that to apply to Armamentarium so that you could, even with Demolitionist be a thing, I know we talked about that a couple of times yesterday whenever we recorded our other episode, but if you got just a little bit back to constantly be a grenade-throwing machine, which is one of the most fun things to be on a Titan on any subclass, like, it would just make it a little bit better. It's it's perfectly fine now. It's just one of those wish list things of us wanting to get a little bit of grenade energy back off the top from throwing it and just basically be able to keep it going. It's it uh, it's such a fun thing to put on and go have fun with. Oh yeah. We're going to keep that one short and sweet, y'all. That it's a perfectly good short exotic. Short and sweet like the exotic as it is. Yeah. It it works perfectly. It does what it's intended. Wish list give a little bit of green energy back. Up next is for a fact. <laughs> Saber's My favorite, favorite exotic. Saber's favorite Titan exotic. I already know he's got it in the chamber. He's normally I'm the person that talks a lot on this podcast. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of talk from Saber here in a minute. Saber, tell mm-hmm. everyone about your favorite Titan exotic, Ashen Wake. Oh, glorious. These beautiful wish they had an ornament gauntlets. <laughs> That's the first thing. Bungie, Ashen Wake ornament win. <laughs> exactly. That is that is a fact, y'all. When is this exotic going to get an ornament? It is from Warmind. It has been in the game forever. It needs to have an ornament because sometimes it looks cool. Sometimes when you shade it a certain way, they are fucking hideous. So when are we? Sometimes it doesn't look the same as the rest of your armor. (laughs) Yeah. So when are we gonna get an ornament, Bungie? We're gonna shut up about ornaments. Tell them what it does. Yeah. Yeah. So comes with bring the heat fusion grenades. Now explode on impact and gain increased throw speed. Final blows with fusion aids grant bonus. Uh, uh, grants grenade energy. They're so So, good. They're so good. Oh, dude, it's. Like if no, if there if you haven't run this on bottom tree sunbreaker or middle tree sunbreaker, you are missing out on one of the best exotics in the game. Period. Just like most people don't run fusion aids because you know, well, they're not one hit kill and crucible since you know Bungie don't want that back, and Mm-mm. I I I don't blame them. I I really don't. But Remembering my sunbreaker in D one. <laughs> But with Ashen Wakes, yeah, they still don't one-shot, but you don't have to wait two seconds for them to explode. <laughs> yeah, they are instant. They can instantly just get somebody out of your face. It's, oh, it is such a good exotic. Like Saber said, bottom or mid- middle tree sunbreaker with these things, and you just create many nukes on people's fucking foreheads when you hit them with Fucking fusion nades. Oh, that's so good. And then build synergy with bottom tree sunbreaker. And just set fire or I, I think I, I finally figured out a name for my uh my sunbreaker build boo. Oh, what is it? Set the world on fire. 
Ain't that a fucking fact? Holy shit. Like, we don't want a change to happen to these either. <laughs> and we're not dumb enough to be like, yeah, go ahead and give it a little bit of grenade energy back. It's like, no. It it's already perfect. does that. <laughs> yeah, it already does that at a good amount that doesn't make them broken. They are easily one of the most underappreciated exotics in the game. Go out there and play with it, y'all. It's so good. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop it right there because I know we can talk about Ash and Wakes for like another 15 minutes about just oh, the hilarious easily. shit that happens to us when we and use how them. the hilarious shit and just how good these things work with Warmind Cell builds. Oh, with Warmind Cell build. Oh God, that's another thing. All right, we're gonna shut up. We're gonna, not even gonna talk about it. Yeah, no, just... no, no. We'll, 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 we'll save it for a build episode later down the line. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. We'll save that one. Build build episode for certain builds y'all need to be running. Oh. Oh, Ash and Wanks. I, I touch screen. It's so good. Okay. Wolverine meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally Wolverine laying in bed staring at a picture of the the stock photo of Ash and Wakes. That is literally the way it is with us, y'all. It's fucking great. Up next on our list, Crest of Alpha Lupi. I, another, another very underappreciated exotic. Exactly. Especially when you have like a 68 stat roll like I'm lucky enough to have on these. Oh my I, god. I haven't even gotten a new crest to drop. It makes me sad. Ugh, they're it. so good. They're so good. Lake of Shadows has been very kind to me in ordeal with double uh, loot drops and giving crest. Oh, such a good exotic. Saber, what does Crest of Alpha Loopy do? It comes with survival well, generates an additional orb of light from supers, and healing pulse when barricade is active. So not does it only give your team another orb to steal from you, it also gives you another way to regen your health. Hey, Trials players, how many of y'all are taking Cammy Cake's advice and running this as your exotic? Honestly, like, I'm surprised I don't see this more in Trials than, like, like I understand, like, we're not going to talk about this exotic too much, but I understand why people use Heart of Inmost Light more than this exotic. Yes. But still, you should, if you have, like, if you're a full stack of Titans and one of you with high intellect isn't running a crest of alpha loopy you're hindering your team just that tiny bit yeah because you're going to give your teammates the ability to get their super just that much faster with that extra orb like and that really helps out and can also help you play a support role for your players if you want to play an anchor like a sniper anchor you literally can just mm -hmm. throw on crest of alpha loopy and then get your super and then you don't have to worry about going out and then all of a sudden changing your role to have to go out and frag and get a bunch of kills with your super in order to be able to make just eight orbs. Yeah, just drop a bubble and get an extra get an extra orb right there. Give your team that protection. Drop an orb when that. you're going to get a res, and then your teammate's going to have a few orbs to pick up to possibly give them a super and help you clutch a game. Like It's just a really straightforward, good exotic that everybody is sleeping on. Up next, Doomfang Pauldrons. And we have a, a kind of spicy take on Doomfangs. And we'll get into that when Sa after Saber reads the perks. So Saber, go ahead and tell the people what Doomfangs do. Oh, they come with Horns of Doom. Void melee kills give super energy. While Sentinel Shield is active, melee kills recharge shield throw, which extends your super on hits. So, here's the thing about Doomfang Pauldrons, everyone. They are bugged right now. They are doing more damage than they are supposed to. You're you're getting and you're getting more damage or you're getting more super energy back than you're supposed to. 
everyone has been saying forever that's not a Titan has been saying that shit's overpowered. Please nerf it. But I think that the way it is now is good because if this exotic gets the nerf that everyone wants it to get, it will fall into the same problems that other exotics in the game fall into, especially early release exotics. They will not have a place and they will just be useless, like a lot of the exotics that we talked about in the Hunter episode. So we say leave them like they are because it gives them a reason to be used and they feel rewarding for using an exotic that's kind of off the wall and extremely situational for just playing that super. We feel like it should be left alone, right, Boo? Yeah. Like, honestly, there's not many situations... Like, you can, with Doomfang Baldrons, keep your Sentinel forever. You don't find yourself in too many situations where that's possible. Yeah, outside of something like Reckoning Tier 3 when you're on bridge getting ready to go to boss. Like, there aren't many more situations like that where you can just basically hold on to that super for a really long time. Except for stuff like that. Which is why we don't want it to see a change, because it already is extremely situational. It doesn't need a nerf to make it even more situational, if not unusable. Like, just leave them alone. Don't worry about anything too crazy with them. Just go out there and have fun with them in PvE. I haven't used them in forever in PvP. How do they function in PvP? Do you even know? Uh, I haven't tightened in PvP for a while. so I Further know they... testing needed. <laughs> Further testing Further needed. Further testing, yeah. But as of right now for PvE, don't touch them because then it makes it to where it's a good exotic for playing a role of keeping ads cleared so that other people can do things. So they're in a good spot. We don't see the need for the nerf that everyone's been saying, saying that they're overpowered. Are they powerful? Yes. Are they overpowered? Absolutely. Are they overpowered? Not really. Maybe. It depends on the situation. It's one yeah, of those weird all... exotics. But we don't want to see them get touched because we don't want to see them die since they're a year one exotic. Up next <laughs> is such a good meme exotic. And if you aren't using, this is usually my preferred go-to in PvP on my Titan now. And it's fucking Dune Marchers. Oh my lord. <laughs> The fact that these things are as nasty as they are now and have been super viable since before um, Season of the Worthy. Oh my. Season of the Worthy is where people really started noticing how busted they were right now. But, boo, tell the people how lovely Dune Marchers are. Before we get into that, uh, boo, have you seen the Twitter post about asking the three mobility exotics, you know, Dune Marchers, Stompies, and Transverses being sweatpants? <laughs> I actually have seen that. I saw Cammy retweet it a couple of days ago. I'm down for that. them. Oh, man. I, I'm I down for get... some transversive step sweatpants. <laughs> I want some doom. I want some doom marcher sweatpants to just lounge in since it's actually starting to get cold here in Texas. Oh, I'm so down. Oh yeah. Just wanted right. to point that out. Since oh yeah. I, I didn't That's see that tweet till tweet. this morning. That's such a good tweet. I saw it like yesterday, I think. But yeah, it's such a good one. But, Boo, tell the lovely people out there who are loving enough to listen to us, tell them what Doom Marchers are. Doom Marchers come with linear actuators. Increases sprint speed. Sprinting builds up a static charge. After melee attacking an enemy, that charge will chain damage to nearby enemies. 
So think of it like this, people of the internet that are listening to this beautiful, well, I think beautiful podcast. Aww, what do you say? So do I. So do I. <laughs> have, have you Titans out there wanted to be top tree Stormcallers? Now you can. If your answer is no, clearly you haven't played Metal Tree Sunbreaker with these and thrown your hammer and pretended you were fucking Thor. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It is so true. Oh, man. Yeah, if you literally want to live the Titan power fantasy and be like a Viking god, (laughs) like a Norse god, literally throw on fucking Dune Marchers and get your tiny hammer out. Oh, my God. That is still not the most One fun the way fun to play is. with these. That's not the most fun way. No, the no, most fun not. way to play with these is to run middle tree arc with these. Oh, oh yeah. my and Lord. just slam into a group of guardians con- trying to take B from you. Don't let them take that B control point from you, guardians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run, sprint, jump in the air, crash down. You're not going to kill anybody with the actual impact unless they're weak. But, but that chain's gonna kill them. That chain's gonna kill almost everybody in there, and plus, it's gonna launch them about four feet in the air after you hit them. That is my favorite thing to do to troll my friends when we're doing private matches. Is just run around the corner. I remember the other day, Saber and I played with our friend Jesse. I came around the corner. He saw the static on my legs, and he just goes, "Oh shit!" And I just crashed down and launched him on his warlock. I just launched him in the air and sniped him before he hit the ground. <laughs> The best part, like the most fun things, and most of the time you're like, "Oh, he's a warlock, just that." He he he, he doesn't run. Uh, he doesn't run top to your dawn blade. He's a he's a blink boy. He, there was no way getting out of that for him. <laughs> yeah, he was so screwed. He was so screwed. <laughs> the moment he was launched, he was dead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I sniped the shit out of that boy. It was so good. But Doom Archers. No change. Leave them how they are. Leave them as a powerful Titan piece of armor to be able to use to give you situational stuff for... It'll give you a really good way to do a little bit of AoE in PvP, and then it's very good for getting ads off of you and chaining some AoE in PvE. It's just a really good exotic. Don't touch it. Leave it how it is. Let people have fun with their year one exotics. And speaking of year one exotics, we've been we've been doing good so far. We've been flying through Titan. We've been flying through. I feel like we're already making better time than yesterday. We're already at 31 minutes, but we're we're already getting pretty far down the list. Now comes something that's probably gonna fuck our time up. <laughs> Would it or be, we can just if... or we can just do what we said we were gonna do whenever we were talking about this the other day. It's Eternal Warrior. <sighs> So, go ahead and read the perk, Saber, and then we'll we'll try and figure out what the hell to do with this exotic if we've changed our mind. Eternal Warrior. Yeah, one exotic you rarely see. Like, you, you'll see it every now and then, but you, you rarely see it. Yeah, uh, comes super with, rarely. Comes with Resolute Gain and Overshield when activating Fist of Habit. Doesn't sound too bad. Do you, What do you say, Boo? It, it doesn't sound like a bad perk at all. <clears throat> it doesn't sound bad, but that sounds... Eerily similar to, I mean, Eternal Warrior, wasn't that a D1 exotic that was, like, super good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. It was super good in D1. What the fuck happened in D2? It's so trash. It has no use whatsoever. 
it's such a niche use. Like, it's a good niche use, but it's such a niche use, you will rarely see anyone do it. Yeah. You're not going to pick this. You are not going to pick this over any other exotic. If you're like if you're trying to run arc and run shoulder charge, you should definitely be running skull fort or dune marchers instead or another exotic that's later on the list that I also love to run with shoulder charge for high res guardians and high uh high health enemies in PvE, but we'll get to that in a bit. For Eternal Warrior, it's one of those rare titan cases where we couldn't come up with a fix. We don't think that it should be in the game. Like it's it, not that it's bad. It it's just doesn't a have a place. Exotic. It doesn't have a place except for an extremely like single digit percentage niche community of people that would actually think to use it. And even then in high PvP. <laughs> yeah, in in high, 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 highest in PvP. And even then, nobody's playing that. People in high end are using heart, they're using Dune Marchers. Every now and then you still see people wearing Peregrine. You'll see people using Sightons. You'll see people using Lion Rampants. Like, there are a ton of other exotics that people in high-end use. It's not really something that a low-end player would pick up. They're just There's not really a place for them. We couldn't come up with a fix for them either, so... We're just going to leave it there, y'all. We don't exactly know what to do with Eternal Warrior. And that's coming from a Titan main that the majority of my hours are on Titan and D1 and D2. And I do not know what to do with them in D2. Like, considering how the landscape has changed so much with movement and speed and how fast the game is now, I just can't find a reason to use them, boo. And that supers aren't extremely god tanks anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really tank on in your super or anything anymore. So, what's the point? We move on from Eternal Warriors that have, like, no use to one of the most useful exotics, not only on Titan, but in the entire game. And it's another one of mine and Saber's favorites. He and I have run this thing running old school Nightfalls on um, Hollowed Lair, the two of us, when we were farming for Mindbenders. And it's Hallow Fireheart. Oh my god, Hallow Fireheart. You beautiful, beautiful exotic. You are so good. It sucks that it hasn't aged well. (laughs) Yeah. Which we have a tiny bit of a fix for that, too. Uh, Not really a fix, but a little bit of a tweak for that. But we'll let Saber go ahead and read the perk, and then we'll get into what we think it should be. What we think it should be doing nowadays. Hollow Fireheart comes with Sunfire Furnace. Improves the recharge rate of your solar abilities. Greatly improves recharge rate while your super is charged. And it does that job well. The problem... There's an exotic that does that job better. There is. There is an exotic that does that job better now. And we think that the way to fix Hallowfire is just give it a slight bump. Give it a slight tweak, a little higher, turn the overclock on it. If it was a GPU, you would just overclock it. That's yeah, all you would do just, right now. Because, I mean, to get that super increased recharge rate, you, you need to like hold on to your super, which... In a lot of cases, a lot of people do not like to do. Mm-hmm. Especially in PvE with something like a Nightfall or something where you need to get a lot of damage out quickly across a large area, especially with hammers. It's it's an exotic that would get way more play and would be even better. I still see a lot of people use it, but I oh, know absolutely. that those people... It's not underused at all. 
No, it's not. I know that I'll, those people who actually like live and die by it, and me and Saber still use it all the time as well. Um, it would be nice for it to give a slight buff to that ability regen, and nothing crazy, like five to eight percent, if not a little more, no higher than ten. Like yeah, ten is the max we'd say. Yeah, because it already gives it back pretty quickly. Yeah, it would just make it more rewarding to be able to hold on to your super and. Like, imagine if you were in a Grandmaster or something, and you're starting to get, like, Grandmaster Sabathun's song with High Variant or Hiver chasing you, and just being able to constantly throw down um, firewall grenades. Thermite grenades. Not thermite grenades. Um, yeah, thermite. Oh, yeah, thermite grenades. Imagine if you could just keep throwing them down and just keep creating walls of fire and keeping them off of you to where people can set up and get ready to take them on champion. It's just one of those small little tweaks that's on our ever-growing wish list of things we would like to see. Other than that, it's a very good exotic, still has its place, but just show it a little bit of love. It's one of those exotics it that's its never place, but it, it's, it's never, never gotten Yeah, it's never been bad and it's never gotten any love either. So, go out there have some fun with it, y'all. It's another really good one. Up next is an exotic that we can go over very quickly because it doesn't need to change. It does exactly what it's it, what it is. It's idiot proof. Boo, tell the people about Helm of Saint fourteen. Oh, glorious Helm of Saint fourteen! Your last change was the best change you could have ever got. <laughs> uh, comes with Starless Night. Enemies that enter World of Dawn are blinded, while allies that pass through gain an overshield. Guarding with Sentinel shields blinds nearby enemies. Honestly, it's literally like I said. Since its last change, it is perfect. It literally gives you all... This exotic is required to give you all the buffs that you can only do separately on D1 Titan. Yep. It gives you everything now. And with the bubble buff, it is such a good one. We had one change we wanted. We wish that... We wish that the fucking ornament was free right now and we didn't have to Come wait on. until it be online. We wish that that Saint-14 dent in the helmet ornament was free right now oh my lord that thing is beautiful mm. <laughs> it's so good but we go from an exotic that's idiot proof and needs nothing done to something that broke my brain when saber asked me about this the other day and it's kepri's horn oh i will let him read the perk and then i will tell you all what i said and which he actually agreed with it took us about like 15 minutes of us talking back we and talked forth about the other like day. 15 to 20 minutes about this exotic just because like uh yeah it what do you a even do with capri's horn and i have the answer y'all i have the answer and you're all gonna like it okay let's go capri's horn comes with solar rampart solar damage kills recharge your barricade which unleashes a blast of solar energy when summoned if your name's not cruiser when's the last time you've run this uh, very nichely in Prestige Levy that one time before we got, you know, even better exotics. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, there's no need for that. It is literally built for a meme for YouTubers and streamers to meme with on people in PvP. Which, yeah, funny, gets views. What if I told y'all I have an actual way to make it a utility exotic that would make it super useful and also give it another goddamn ornament that makes it look nothing like how it is because I don't like looking like I have three dildos strapped to my ears and my forehead. Like, And let's be honest, <coughs> Techno Scarab isn't that great. <laughs> it's really not. It's not a great exotic ornament. 
But here is how you fix Capri's horn, y'all. Coming from a Titan main, tons of hours on Titan, million kills on Titan throughout D1 and D2. Here's how you fix it. You tie it to middle tree solar. Oh, boo, I started thinking more since it oh, works you started on thinking all more? solar damage. Let it work on all the solar subclasses because, you know, solar ability kills on bottom tree create sunspots. Middle tree increases your solar ability damage. I don't remember what top tree does. Top tree is... I know top tree is... I actually have game open. Yeah, you have the game open. I I know top tree is shoulder charge, but I can't remember what the other big perk is on that tree. I haven't run it in forever. It has nothing to do with abilities. It's all hammers. Other than uh, hammer strike, it's your exploding hammers and enemies explode when killed by a hammer. Yeah, so... Yo, what if we take Kepri's horn? The our original oh, I'm idea. A liar. I forgot tempered metal. Tempered metal is very good. But what but if you? There, there's its ability thing. <laughs> yeah. What if you take Kepri's? The original idea, aside from what Saber just said, was to tie this to middle tree big hammer, and make it to where it gave you two things. Once you pop a super, it automatically gives you roaring flames times five. It maxes it out for max damage. And then also, it gives you increased duration on spin to win light hammer strike. That was what the original plan was. So if we're going to change it from that idea, what do we change it to, Boo? What can we do for top and bottom tree? Because bottom tree is tied solely to sunspots, and top tree is tied solely to hammers and making them explosive. So what could, what could Kepri's do for top and bottom tree? I, I, I like my suggestion of just like allowing it to rock the abilities. Honestly, yeah, yeah we could do that to where so, once you cast the super, it, it lets you get like tempered metal on top tree. Yeah, either that would that, be a good fix. Yeah, yeah, it would give it use. It would not just be a meme anymore for pinning people against walls and shooting a wave of fire at them. And even then, in order to be able to actually one shot people with that in Crucible. It's extremely situational, and you have to run a very funky, very specific build in order to be able to do it against low-resilience guardians. Mm-hmm. So it's not seeing any use right now. It's bad the way it is. Just, just do what we just do what we say, Bungie. We're 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 open to we're open for talks. If y'all want to hit us up, you can find our socials and everything at the end of this episode. Now, we we gonna we gonna throw it out there, but yeah. Oh, we're absolutely sellouts. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. We'll totally sell out. <laughs> Which is a goddamn lie. They would not like us. <laughs> they would not oh, like absolutely us. absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we would have some stern words for them. But we're going to oh. get off Capri's because we can end up talking about Capri's for fucking ever. So up next, another exotic that is outstanding the way it is. Maybe it needs a slight tweak down question mark. And... It's Lion Rampants. Oh, Lion Rampants. You come with the same issues of Stompies being hunters. Think I answer for jumping puzzles. Hey, Lion hey, Hunter Mains. Hey, Hunter Mains. Remember how I said I was going to shit on one of my super useful and crushable exotics? Yeah, Titan Main here. Lion Rampants are also busting. Considering the fact that we ran Whisper with Jackie yesterday... And you literally can jump halfway across that goddamn jumping puzzle in every spot just with Lion Rampants. Oh, they're, you know the boot balls? Mm-hmm. 
I skipped the first three boops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you literally can just jump all the way across to safety and then jump through the door and whisper. Lion rampants are also busted. Like, I don't even think we need the perk. It's literally just, it's the exact same as Stompy's, but on a Titan without slide, without slide speed and distance. That's all it is. And they're super think strong. Give them a tune as well. The best way to think of it is take the mobility of except Icarus Dash, because apparently you Titans aren't allowed to have that back. Uh, God damn it. Of Top Tree Dawnblade and put it in the Titan Leg Exotic, and that's where you get Lion Rampants. Mm-hmm. And fuck, even if they don't want to make Twilight Garrison come back, literally put Twilight Garrison's shit on Lion Rampants. It can still I mean, give it makes you increased, sense. It can give you increased mobility, and then you could get the dash on it as well. And then the way you make that balanced is you make the actual jump height and length shorter. Shorter. And then you'll be able to like basically put Twilight Garrison on top of this, get your in-air on Titans to be able to compete in PvP with uh, Top Tree Warlock. And then you've got a really strong exotic that's been tuned down that's not super 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 crutchable and also has a mechanic tied to it for high skill players it would be a really nice change for it i want to see jet boots fight floofers let's oh, do God. it <laughs> yeah if they may if they ever make that change i'm down to 1v1 you boo you know we always do that shit when new shit comes out i'm down to do it uh, i'm down to see you fly around like a warlock with those beautiful jet boots <laughs> i will i will actually put icarus grip on my fucking guns for that shit <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna move on from lions we don't want to spend too much time on it since it's kind of a throwaway in our pool considering how good it is just tune it a little bit mix it with twilight garrison god tear exotic up next is an exotic that i got super mad about the other day when saber told me that people were bitching about it <laughs> And it's Mask of the Quiet One. Why? I just I don't understand, I don't understand. why pe- I don't understand why people bitch about it. To be fair, it's so good. But Saber, go ahead. Mask of the Quiet One comes with Dreaded Visage. Grants ability energy when you're damaged. When critically wounded, regain maximum health on kill. Not many things give you maximum health on kill. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why people think this is such a bad exotic. <laughs> Like it's, uh, I don't. This this is like one of the ones that breaks my brain. Is why pe- like I don't understand how people complain about this one. Like I don't want to sit here and be elitist. Like Dark Souls get good scrub, but even though you, this has the chainmail mask, like it's Dark Souls. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it might as well be the Dark Souls exotic of Destiny. <laughs> may as well. Now. It is literally, it's literally Red Death, but in an armor piece. So you don't have to worry about, like, messing with a gun. You can use whatever gun you want, and then you basically have Red Death on your head. It's such a good exotic, people. It's so good. I I got a way to tell you, uh, tell the people how good this exotic is, if you would let me tell a story. Go ahead, boo. Tell the people. Okay, to all my pvp brethren have you ever you know played titan and been in those moments where you just finish a 1v1 you're you're in a lot of pain like you barely won that 1v1 and this sly little hunter comes to the right and is like hi how you doing and kills you 
because you were you were pretty much dead. You know what fixes that problem? This beautiful exotic right here. Because if you win that fight that you barely won, you'll have full health back. You're ready for that next 1v1. Yeah, exactly. This is a very good exotic for high-end PvP play. Like the fact that the fact that this gets less play than Alpha Loopy is insane to me. Alpha Loopy has more overall utility, but if you are a really good player that's going to be top frag, this thing is free. This is free real estate for you all. Straight up. It's an easy way for you to get your health back up to full from getting a kill, especially if you know you can win a fight. Like, I just don't understand. And you're getting ability regen back on top of that as well from taking damage. Yeah. Like, it's such a good exotic, people. How do you say it's bad? And it has two really, it has a really good ornament and it looks really good stock. How do people not use this thing more often? I don't understand. It breaks my brain. It breaks it, boo. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to sit here and just tell, call everybody a dumbass here in a minute, so we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to go up next, and up next we have the Mark 44 standasides. Oh, and, I was shredding this one. Oh, man, this is one of those ones for us. This is one of those exotics. Comes with, seriously, watch out. Grants an overshield while you're sprinting at full health with seismic strike, hammer strike, or shield bash equipped. Hits with these abilities, recharge a portion of your melee energy. Boo. Boo. Serious question. You Have you ever seen a Titan unironically wear a pair of Mark 44 standasides in D2? Hmm. I'm going to go with no question mark. And why do you <laughs> think that'd be? Because this exotic is trash. It is so bad. The fact that it requires you to be at full health in order to be able to use it, that's an exotic that is clearly steered more towards PvP. Odds are, if you're rushing someone, they're going to at least peg you once and then you lose out on it, thus making them a useless exotic. Like, I understand if you hit, you get melee energy back, but it comes down to the pool being polluted. And there's already exotics that give you this and more for free. Like, and they're not super situational like this exotic. It's another one of those exotics where you sit there and as a Titan man, I say, take this out of the game and give me something else. Like, take this exotic out, give me something else because I don't really see a fix for it. If you wanted to like twist my arm, I could literally say make it to where the overshield procs even when you are not at full health, and then the melee energy well, then... that it gives that it gives you back is even higher, but then it wouldn't be balanced. Then people would start bitching about Mark Forty Four standing sides, and we don't need that. No, we already have people already bitch about them. No thanks. One of one of the best looking Titan exotics in history, D one D two. It's one of the best looking exotics. Oh. If you want a pair of night pants, oh, fuck, uh, night armor, mm, Mark 44 Sandicides are there for that night fantasy. But other than that, uh. Yeah, they're very, eh. We don't really have anything for them, y'all. Like, we don't really have a whole lot we can do for it. It's one of those exotics that's just, eh, eh. 
it's it's eh. <laughs> so we're just gonna be like deuces. We'll catch you next time. Well, maybe we'll think about you again one day. Maybe we won't. We go from an exotic that breaks our brain to an exotic that is literally built for me and my play style and gets me all kinds of the tinglies and my jiblies and it's peacekeepers dear god y'all motherfuckers are sleeping on this exotic especially in pve high-end pve and raids um anybody remember mr ben broman in garden of salvation last year running two smgs with peacekeepers i sure as shit do what, what what's reloading? Yeah, exactly. What's reloading? But why don't you tell people? Why don't you tell people about peacekeepers and why reloading does not fucking exist with this exotic? Okay, peacekeepers. These beautiful paladin blue looking, future paladin looking pants. You'd say that they look paladin like, wouldn't you? As someone that has played paladin in D anD D, yes, I would. Comes with mecha holster. Really cool name. I will it, say. It, Titan, Titan perk names on their exotics have really dope names. Oh, absolutely. Reload stoves, submachine guns, and allows you to ready them instantly. You know that one stat, handling? Yeah, Peacekeepers takes that stat, makes it the next level. Improves your handling with SMGs and your movement while wielding one. So not only is your handling better, you know, which increases your ready speed, your aim down speed. You're also moving faster with SMGs. Because mm -hmm. lightweights already didn't do a good job at that. <laughs> and they are reloaded for free. If you think these... We're going to go into the lucky pants thing again from the last episode. If you think peacekeepers are shit, then you are a shit player with smooth brain. They are one of the best, most useful exotics in the game. You do not... It's just like lucky pants. You do not have to run to SMGs. The thing but is... You can. You can. Like, you don't feel the penalty from running two hand cannons with Lucky Pants. And even then, that requires precision hits to reload your stowed weapon. This gives you your SMGs reloaded for free. You want a serious power fantasy of just spray and pray and being like Terry Crews in the Expendables? Yeah. You put on Peacekeepers, you put on Huckleberry, and you put on Ikelos SMG. And then you just deuces into a pack of ads. It's so good. How people sleep on this exotic, I have never understood, boo. I've never understood. I I personally know why I don't normally use them, but that's just uh it, that just comes down to playstyle. Yeah. It's a but it's definitely I don't a think they're bad. Thing. They are not bad. They are super good. You get all that shit for free, y'all. You get it for, for just free. holding an SMG. Yeah. You literally just like hold hold yours your one you have out for a while. Then you swap to the other one. It's reloaded. It's got increased handling, aim down speed, and movement speed. And then you're like, oh, I'm out of ammo since I've only got like 29 rounds in this mag. Okay, swap back. And you literally just have two fully loaded SMGs with better aim assist and handling. And oh my god, they're so good. I'm an SMG fangirl when it comes to Destiny. And I love SMGs. And... Like, once I got a good stat roll on these, I started terrorizing people in Crucible with Saber with these. And oh my god. I'm normally not a top frag person, <laughs> but I was top fragging that day. You it actually was amazing. Beat, you actually outkilled me that day, and that was very surprising. 
Yeah. I was going ham that day on those boys when I actually had good stat roll. Oh, it was so good. All right. So we're going to skip ahead. If we're going in alphabetical, we're actually skipping three because of the years they came out in. We have two left, Boo. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at 56 minutes. We're making good time. We got to get ready to wrap it up, Boo. And we got two really easy ones coming up. Two, the, our last two oh. are two easy ones. We got this. Next up is Syntheseps. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you mean the king of Titan Exotics? My, my baby. How long did I have builds with this on, especially in Last Wish? For forever. I, oh, absolutely. Just the usage out of Syntheseps. And let's actually talk about them now, shall we? Uh, comes with biotic enhancements, increased melee long range, increased melee and super damage while you are surrounded. Simple. Very simple. Simple, simple useful, good. Doesn't need a tune. They're such a good exotic. Works for shoulder charge. Um, works for I throwing say, hammer. Works for regular melees. What, what you got to say, Boo? I will say, remember when these were actually broken? In oh, a yeah. well? Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember when we well, found that out and well, going this into plus... Gambit Prime with just Sleeper. Mm-hmm. Well, Sleeper. And then this. And then also... We found out about one two punch shotguns with this and well when that was all busted. Dear God. It was so busted for a while. But they got fixed. They they're fixed in a it. they're in a good spot. Everyone out there, if you play Titan, whether you're a Titan main or you like playing it on the side to just chill and hang out with your friends or grind the game. If you want my favorite Syntheseps build, throw these on with Middle Tree Void Sentinel and then go pop your super and guard. And just watch spider walkers and like gate lords and everything just die. It's so good. It's such a fun build. We're going to move on to our last one. And it's going to be <laughs> a bittersweet one. It's going to be a bittersweet one. So what better way to close off the podcast than with this one, Bill? It's Warm Gods. It's Warm God Caress. <laughs> Dear God. Oh boy! So Can't we'll wait let to talk about this. So one. we'll let Saber read the perk, and then we're gonna say our fix for it. We have a fix for it. So Saber, go ahead and read it. A fix that you won't ever see coming. <laughs> no, you'll never see it coming. But go ahead and read the perk. Burning fist melee kills increase melee damage for a short period of time. Additional kills extend duration and increase effects. So get melees, get more melee damage. Keep getting melee kills. Tiny Hammer Profit. plus this, free real estate, literally one of the most busted things in the game. How do you fix this, tune it, tweak it, blah, blah, blah. Bungie, you go in and you fix the fucking net code <laughs> to where it doesn't break every new expansion. That's how you fix them. <laughs> this and Winter's Guile, dear God, I'm so tired <laughs> of at the oh, very see. beginning of a season, we've de- we've deactivated Worm God Caress, Witcher's Guile, and Telesto. Please just fix the code. Please. <laughs> That's all we want. They're literally the holy trinity of breaking destiny. <laughs> they are. They are literally the holy... They are the sisters of breaking destiny on expansion day. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, everyone, we are recording this less than a week before Beyond Light. We want it to go off without a hitch. Be patient with it, with Bungie. 
because there's going to be such server packed, like everybody's going to be packed into servers and in queues. There's going to be error codes. We know this is expected. We know maintenance is going to be extended. Be understanding. But at the same time, Bungie, why you no fix? It's been like three years. Why you no fix? It just breaks the game constantly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But everyone, that was us going through every Titan exotic in Destiny 2. Some of them got pretty substantial nerfs. Some of them got pretty substantial buffs and reworks. Some of them, I literally, as a Titan main to the core, threw them in the fucking dumpster. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just how it goes. And as I said, this is going to end our episode on Titan Exotics from year one in Destiny 2. Our next episode. <laughs> okay, so this one actually might have to be a two-part episode because it's going to be year one Warlock Exotics with an extremely knowledgeable Warlock main and saver. So I am extremely curious to see how long this episode goes for whenever we record it. And Warlocks are going to absolutely hate me. My brethren are going to hate me. It's It's going to be coming from a Warlock main who knows what he's talking about. Just know that, everyone. Everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Cammy. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash mxcammy, M-X-K-A-M-I. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at mx underscore cammy. Saber, where can the lovely people who listen to our podcast find you? They can also find me on twitch.tv forward slash xlordsaberx. Or on Twitter at twitter at uh, at uh, xlordsaberx1. Give him a break, everybody. The boy doesn't hardly use Twitter except for whenever I message him shit. <laughs> like he doesn't use it very yeah, if, much. We'll if you get look at my Twitter, I am sorry. Yeah, he has. I'm trying to get better. And we have an announcement at the end of this episode as of recording. We have our own Twitter page, everybody. The mm-hmm. podcast has its own Twitter. Go and find it at twitter.com forward slash g underscore speakeasy. Unfortunately, the thing about Guardian Speakeasy is it's long, and apparently there's a ton of people with the initials TGS that already have podcasts on Twitter, and then there's all, there's like, handles were hard to come by. So twitter.com forward slash G, as in golf, underscore speakeasy on Twitter. Give us a follow. We will be more active soon. We are getting these episodes recorded and approved and sent out for publishing. They will be coming out on Anchor and Spotify as soon as they are basically put into the UI. But everybody, thank you again for checking us out. Be sure to catch the the next one. Saber, tell all the lovely people bye. Y'all have a good one. Catch you later. Later, everybody. Have a great one.